welcome back to the Curiously Guided Podcast. We're your hosts, Shay and Mariah, two intuitive business strategists exploring the intersection of entrepreneurship, spirituality, and the subconscious mind. If you're interested in learning how to integrate strategy with energetics to help you clear out all your shit that's holding you back, you're in the right place. Let's get into today's episode. Ooh, yeah, girl, I am so excited to talk about this today. So today our topic is going to be connecting with intuition. So yeah, we have like some pretty good topics that we're just kind of going to flow into. Um, But before we get too in depth, Shay, you just want to give me your, your spiel, your perspective on intuition. Yeah, yeah. And let me backtrack even more from there. You know, this is kind of intended to be a pickup on what we talked about last week of just building a successful business by trusting yourself. We realized that that idea of trusting yourself opened up a whole nother door about intuition. And that really got Mariah and I off on the tangent of intuition and what that's meant to us as we've, you know, built businesses and a lot of this brings up a lot of coaching um, experiences that I've had. And it it just took us down a rabbit hole. We decided we wanted to create a whole nother episode where we really dove into the tool of intuition itself and how it can be so powerful when you're building a business. Um, And how most of us are really confused about how to tap into our own intuition or trust our own intuition or what that even looks like. Um, So, this has definitely been a journey for both of us, but I will say that, you know, for me on a high level, I wouldn't say I'm the world's most authority on intuition, but what it means to me is the ability to get still and listen to that inner knowing or inner guidance that we all have. And, you know, it's really the skill of being able to tune out all of the noise and all of the mental chatter and connect, feel grounded, kind of connect with that, whatever you want to call it, that bigger force that exists out there. And, um, you know, inner knowing exactly. And and how can we sift through the inner critic and all the brainwashing and all the other voices (laughs) we have and really connect with, we all have this deeper wisdom, um, within us that we have unfortunately been trained to not listen to. We are, you know, the whole, our whole schooling and even jobs, it's very much get answers from outside of yourself. Um, You know, look for the boss for what comes next, what to do at school. It was, you know, listen, regurgitate information. You know, we're not really taught the skill of, you know, a lot, what, what do you think, you know, what feels good for you? And so that, um, as I started to build a business, you know, Mariah and I are both really smart and we were able to like dive in and do all the research and find all the facts and, you know, technically strategically put together a business, but something kept feeling off. And, you know, Mm -hmm. this whole journey for me of building a business that I actually feel excited about and want to run and wake up and wanting to get out into the world. It's been a story of me, listening to myself. So I have proven over and over, I can follow somebody else's techniques and somebody else's model and build a business, but that makes me want to put a fork in my eye. So (laughs) I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I'm doing all the things I think I'm supposed to be doing. And this even goes back to, you know, I got my master's degree and got the job I thought I wanted and still it felt off. And so I have had this journey of 
okay, I'm doing everything I think I should be doing, everything the world is telling me to do, but it, something doesn't feel right in my body. <laughs> and can I trust that? And so that has been asking myself that question and then trusting myself, trusting that if something feels off, it probably is. And even though I can't see the next step, I can trust this feeling and still make a decision today. That, that's been the journey for me. And the more and more I trust myself, the more success I've found, like the more calm, the more peace, you know, the more clarity. Um, and I'm not, I don't know that I'll ever be there. I think this is like life's journey, but I'll say that like, as you build these muscles and start to trust yourself, it's just the most empowering feeling in the world. Um, and it's really got me lit up. And I feel like I have a superpower I didn't know about. So that's why I'm excited about it today. Yeah. And that's kind of what it means to me a little bit. Uh, sorry to ramble so long, Mariah, tell me about <laughs> you. You know, what does intuition mean to you? Yeah, it's funny because, well, first off, I'm just glad that me and you are doing this podcast together because you make some connections that literally... I just would have never done like you're right about school, about have like working for somebody else. And then, um, yeah, like all of that feels like really foundational for understanding of why we're so afraid of our intuition or maybe the word afraid, but it's like, we're not comfortable with it. We don't know about it. We haven't been taught about it. So like to a lot of people, this might feel really fucking weird, really weird. And a lot of people, they only hear about intuition when they're talking in like a spirituality context. And then it's like, oh, that, that shit's too woo woo for me. But it's funny because like, I remember thinking that a little bit before. And then I was like, wait a minute. No, like I remember growing up and my mom was like, listen, trust your gut trust your gut. And that's exactly what she was telling me. She just wasn't using the word intuition. She was like, your body knows, your body knows, trust your gut and follow it. And like, I don't even think that like Kathy understands what she was telling me, but like that has absolutely helped growing up and like making my own decisions. Yeah. And you know, you're bringing up such a good point that I think is interesting. This idea that intuition is too woo is only applied to when women talk about it to intuition. But like if any detective show, any cop show, you're going to hear a guy be like, I, it was a gut feeling. I just have that feeling. It's like, we all have this power, but when we hear certain people say it, we're like, oh yeah, that they just are a talented detective and they trusted themselves, you know? But then sometimes when like we talk about intuition, it's like, oh, that's witchy bullshit. And it's like, no, it's all the same. <laughs> it's just yeah. raised differently. Sorry to interrupt you, but I, I agree. Like yeah. I think everyone uses intuition and it doesn't have to be this. It's not a weird, magical thing. <laughs> I think it's a God-given, I think it's a God-given gift. Yeah. I think that when we came here on this planet, <laughs> like this shit's about to be tough. Yo, God, please give us something yep. to help a girl out like please give me something <laughs> yeah and so i i really do believe that everybody has this power of intuition yeah. everybody's got this inner knowing yeah. um but what i did want to talk about is so this might sound a little woo woo but like this really helped me because like i'm a fact finder i like to know facts whether this is a fact or not I suppose it could be debatable, but this is how I understand intuition on different levels. And I feel like this also gives you something to Google if you're like me and you like to know some things. So when 
I was really learning about intuition. I remember working with a spiritual mentor and she was explaining the clairs. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's five clairs. Listen, y'all, I am not an expert in this shit. Okay. I am just telling you what I know. So there's five clairs. I don't even think that I know all of them, but the first one is claircognizant. Claircognizant is like when your intuition hits your brain. And like, for some reason, you just know, you just like know shit. So then clairsentience is when you feel it. Like when you're around somebody, you'll feel it in like your chest. Like I've been around friends and I'm just like, who, this doesn't feel like mine. My chest feels really heavy. Hey, is there something like that has been weighing you down that like you really want to express lately? And most of the time they're like, actually, yeah, like I've been worried about this. I blah, 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 blah. I'm going through this. So clairsentience, you end up feeling energy in your body. Then there is clairvoyance, which I think that most, that's the one that like a lot of people hear about where it's like you visually see things. And also (laughs) remember just digging into this. I used to think that clairvoyance was like seeing things in the physical, like physically, like hallucinating. And I was like, oh man, I want clairvoyance, but also like, I don't want to be tripping all the time. Like, what is this? But it really just feels like, like a movie playing in your imagination. It feels like you're just, you're playing around with your imagination. Then there's Claire audience, which is when you hear things. And again, I used to think it was physical outside of myself. And I was like, yo, if I start hearing physical music in my home, I'm going to lose my shit. So the example that I give is like still your imagination, but an example is like when a song gets stuck in your head. Where it's like, it's, you're not hearing it outside of you, but you're hearing it inside of you. And then I think the other one, there's one for taste and smell. Y'all going to have to Google that one. It's clear something. I don't know what that is, but apparently some people get intuition. Like if a past loved one used to love cherries, sometimes they'll like come through your intuition and put like a, a taste of cherries in your mouth as like a clue that like they're with you. There's some stuff like that. So I just wanted to go through those because I have always found those really helpful. And I've heard that most of the time people have one that's like super, super strong. You know, I always, I forgot about the clears. I'm so, I've learned about them before too. And I remember being like, oh, this makes it, cause I only thought it was clairvoyant. I didn't know that there were these others. And I definitely like um, resonate more with, like clairsentience or claircognizance. So when I learned about all these, it was so empowering. I only knew there was four. I didn't know that fifth one about taste and smell. So I'm going to have to Google that afterwards too. Yeah. Yeah. That one's really interesting. Um, I would say like my strongest one, I really think is claircognizant, but clairvoyance and clairsentience is like right behind it. Like those three are like my main three, but like claircognizance, how I like to explain it. And like this, like when people say downloads, like I got a download, this is kind of how I can explain it. It feels like somebody is standing over me and dropped a zip file into my brain. And all of a sudden I'm just like, haha, what? And like, you just start making these connections and it's like these ideas or these things or these thoughts like came out of nowhere. Yeah. 
and in the creative world we call it like the muse right you know you the artist got inspired I even heard a poet once say that like the poems come up over the hill on the way to his house in the wind you know it's this idea of like this other force that comes and all of a sudden we have this inspiration that we didn't have before. And we all can relate to that in, you know, in different industries, they call it different things, but there's no doubt that we have this power. It's inspiration. Yeah. That's yeah. literally what it is. Like it's we're putting curiosity. our word. Yeah. <laughs> Mindful. <laughs> yeah. So it's like just knowing that that's actually like one way that you can really strongly tap into your intuition like that is super empowering. So I would say like, that's kind of what trusting my intuition feels like for me a lot of the time is like, I just, I know things and I'm just like, oh, I feel like this is a thing. I feel like this is a thing. And then I'll end up telling somebody and they're like, holy shit. And I'm just like, it was a thing, but I've had to get really good at just trusting the nudge, trusting the curiosity and asking or I don't want to say like looking for validation, but opening myself up to receive validation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What does that mean, the difference? So I guess looking for validation, I suppose is like, I need to prove that what I know is true. Mm -hmm. Instead of leaning back and being like, show me that it's true. If this is a thing, give me another sign. Also, like I've done this thing where if I'm having trouble making a decision, yo, this has worked. This were the biggest one was like a few months ago. I was considering creating a membership for SEO and I was like feeling a lot of resistance. And I was like, is this my, is this fear or is this intuition? I'm not sure. I got to figure this out. So I was just like, all right, all right, guides, higher self, universe, God, whoever, you, you tell me I'm open to this. If I'm meant to move forward with this SEO membership, show me a blue butterfly. If I am not meant to do this, show me maybe like a flamingo, a pink flamingo. And also please show it to me by the end of the day, because I'm losing my marbles and I set boundaries. And I'm like, I'm going to need the ship by the end of the day. Thanks so much. I release it. I release it to the universe. So I ended up forgetting about this. And a few hours later, I was watching some honest, some really shitty reality TV show. And then all of a sudden, like in the beginning, it cut to a pink flamingo. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) great. So then I sat with it for a second. I was like, am I okay with this? And I literally felt all of the resistance completely dissipate. Yeah. Because it was like, no, you weren't meant to do this. So just sit sit with this right now and also accept it, accept the fact that you're not meant to do it. Yep. Yeah. So I thought that that was feeling like that feeling of relief. That's the sign. (laughs) Yeah. Like your body will just tell you if you'll listen to it uh, and open your mind to accepting other possibilities of like, maybe this isn't the best idea. What if I really held that reality? And then you feel this lift in your body and you're like, Oh, Okay. (laughs) You know, um, for me, Mariah and I actually just had a conversation right before we got on where I've been having this nudge to reach out and work with this new health coach and it's come up in a bunch of different ways. And then Mariah randomly brought it up again. And it's like, for me, things will just show up 
over and over and over again, maybe a book, you know, like I'll get recommended one book that's been on my shelf for years and I'll get it recommended like three times in a week. And, you know, that, that, uh, it's either popping up a lot for me outside or I'm having a feeling or a reaction to it. And that those are kind of two ways that I'm like, Oh, something's going on here. Those coincidences are making me quite curious. Um, so that's a great, uh, segue into our next like thought about this, Mariah, when you receive intuitive hits, can you walk us through the process? Like, what does it look like? What does it feel like? Um, how does it affect your actions? Yeah. So it depends. So a lot of the time, I feel like so often we talk about these like really inspirational motive, like motivational intuitive hits. And I've kind of like, it just feels like a zip drive being downloaded. And for some reason, I just feel like super excited about it. And like, it sparks my curiosity and nudges me forward into inspired action is really what it looks like in whatever way that is. So that's like, you can feel the excitement in your body. And for some reason, it's just like, I know that I'm supposed to do this. I literally have no questions about it unless I marinate with it. And then the inner critic comes in and we tear it apart a little bit. Try not to do that spiral. I just follow the, the guidance there. But I also want to talk about like the other side of the coin, which is like, sometimes my intuition comes up as like, the word density is coming up. Not really a big fan of that, but it feels heavy. Heavy, yeah. Like an like it feels like I'm super emotional. I'm disconnected. I feel unaligned. I feel like my inner child is throwing a tantrum. I feel like I like people will reach out and be like, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Everybody get away, get away from me right now, get away. And so I'm not usually like that. So when that feeling comes up, it's usually my intuition telling me, hey, we have some emotions that we would like you to sit with. Please create the space to sit with them and be open to what comes up. So y'all, this took some practice because like at first it doesn't feel safe. It didn't feel safe for me to do that feel my emotions. What's going to come up? Can I handle it? I don't know if I can handle it, but the more that you do it, the more that you build that trust muscle with yourself and you realize that this is all happening for you. It is because like, otherwise we have these repressed emotions that get stuck and then they trigger other stories in our head. And then we just keep going on these spirals and these thought patterns and all of that. So like sitting with the, the resistance, the heaviness, usually I have some pretty insane epiphanies or just like realizations or like I'll get visuals of like how in my childhood, like where this got started, where this thought came from. And then I can sit with it. A lot of times I'll cry. Yo, I will cry so hard about this, about just random things. And sometimes it's like my human body is crying. And the observer is like, we're crying. All right, we're crying. I know that there is nothing attached to this and we are just releasing emotions here. And it's like, I don't get attached to the story of why I'm crying because that's kind of irrelevant. Mm -hmm. And then if I feel the nudge to journal about it or to call a friend and to verbalize it, I'll do that. But that's a way that my intuition comes through to me quite often when I'm like in a safe space to heal something. 
I love that you brought that up. You brought that up for me the other day. I've been feeling frustrated because I am expecting intuition to come as divine inspiration. I'm kind of in like a stuck point in my business where I can't quite commit to like a new set of services I want to offer. Quite honestly, I've got a lot of things I want to do. And so I'm frustrated because I'm waiting for this divine inspiration and it's not coming. And, And Mariah pointed out to me, intuition can also look like feeling angry, feeling frustrated, letting yourself cry and feel emotion. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to work through to get the space to let something new come in. And it, I, I mean, God, what a reframe for me of it's okay to cry. It's a good thing to cry. Think about how good it feels after you cry or like after a good run, it's a release. Your body needs to move through these things. And I what was so thing, resistant to that. I was oh, my Atlanta. It doesn't, your whole life you cry. I mean, my parents at least were like, stop crying or someone hands you the tissue box. But the whole idea is like, oh no, stop. Just shut it down. And so it doesn't feel safe. And then, like you said, we're taught that if you're crying, it must mean something horrible is wrong and it must be a horrible thing. But really it's like, no, I just need to cry. I need to get this out. I need to release this and have that space to let something new come in. Um, that, that was like a very wonderful reframe of like, it's all good. It's all a good thing. It's all progress. It just doesn't always look like Oh, I have this wonderful download. I need to go change the world with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that that kind of, I feel like that side of the coin got downloaded into my head. Like somebody needed to hear that um, because like, it's not rainbows and butterflies. Guys, we are like in earth school. Right. This shit can be challenging. This shit can feel heavy. It's not all feeling enlightened sitting on a fucking mountaintop. It's not. It's dealing with your shit. It's becoming radically responsible for who you are, how you show up, if you're choosing to respond or react. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. And like that, that's, that's it. That's how we move through it. That's how we become closer to our intuition, to our body. That's how we start to trust our body is literally like allowing ourselves to cry. Even if it's like three tears, because I, that's where I started. I let three tears come out and I was like, Ooh, I just cried. That is it. I cried. I did a great job. Yeah. Look at me releasing three tears. Wow. I'm a genius. But like, that's how I was able to build that self-trust with my body and that safe space within me to then allow myself to release it. And like for real ugly cry. Yeah. And I even have like a position in my bed that I lay in specifically where I feel the safest, where like I could just let loose and just let it all out. I lay down one hand on my heart, one hand on my gut. I have my blanket over me. Like I look like a corpse in a coffin. That's fine. And all I'm doing is like releasing because I feel safe in that space or in the car, in the car some, some pretty intense release sessions happen in the car, but I find myself like holding it together when I'm at a red light because I don't want somebody looking over at me and like seeing me ugly cry. So I'm literally like, hold it, hold it together, hold it together. Maybe that's like next phase. I'm <laughs> just like, I'm crying everywhere. Mariah and I are both water signs. So we um, have a lot of emotion that is like a lovely gift sometimes, but I think her and I both, have struggled with 
embracing that more emotional side because I've grown up associating myself as like a smart logical intelligent person and then I I'm an emotional person a being that needs to have emotion and I had been denying that side of myself for a very long time and you know that's it though that's the ticket to really can you lean into that can you embrace it and like you said it's baby steps <laughs> it's yeah. a, you have to feel safe and find a safe way to do it that that's huge, but that's the, the path that'll lead you to the other side. Um, I, I want to give like some real, I'll give some real examples of what intuitive hits have felt like for me. So I, um, I mentioned that I've had, I had my desk job. That was what I thought I wanted. And my body, literally, I, my hips shut down. Like I couldn't walk. I was 25 years old and I had this horrible back pain and I had a chiropractor say to me, you know, a lot of times if you have a lot of mental anguish and if you're feeling stuck in life, that can show up as like stuckness in the body. And, um, um, you know, I also around that time sent my coworker a Photoshop picture of myself underneath Dementors. And I said, the feeling I have working here is that I'm getting my soul sucked out. And then I saw that and I was like, okay, <laughs> there's a lot of feeling. I'm getting like, <laughs> my soul sucked out. I can't walk. I'm healthy. I, I'm an active young 25 year old. What the fuck? And the second I left that job, my husband and I quit and moved to Asia, like had a big existential crisis. Um, it vanished. I did not have any back pain. And like, I am very skeptical. I'm not, I, Mariah and I are all about, Mariah and I are all about connecting the woo with the science. Like I'm not, I don't buy into a lot of that, but like, and I do, like I've lived it, like it, it vanished. I didn't feel stuck. I felt like I was doing, making forward motion. So like my actions very much affect the feelings I'm having in my body and the feelings I'm having in my body are little clues for me about are things aligned right now? Am I heading in the direction that I want to, or am I feeling stuck and kind of stifled? Um, and then, you know, honestly, in my business, a lot of times intuition shows up for me in the term, in the form of who I hire. So all of my coaches that I've ever hired, I didn't read their sales pages, quite honestly. I didn't really give a shit about any of that stuff. I was attracted to their energy. I was like, oh, I want, I want this energy that you have. And, and even Mariah, like I, I was in like a group coaching program with Mariah and she popped on and I was just like, magnetized. And so people and energy that I feel magnetized by, I've always just run in that direction and it has never been a bad decision. And even us starting this podcast is Mariah and I both had this kind of feeling of excitement and joy and ease. And when it feels like ease and when it feels easy, that's often a sign. When it feels joyful, that's a sign. When it feels exciting, even when you feel curious about it, like that's often a sign that like, let's go in this direction. Let's explore this. Um, a lot of times people will really resist intuitive hits because it's like, that feels too easy. Like we have this like, yeah. notion or of, there's like, no logic. Car. There's no like yeah. logically, yeah. this doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like really no ease is a good sign. Joy and happiness and excitement. That's all a really lightness. Does it feel light? You know, that's all really, really uh, positive clues for me. Like I'm out there like a detective also collecting clues. And so I'm paying attention. How am I feeling? What's popping up for me in the outside world? And um, just trusting that I don't need all the facts. My whole life I've gathered all the facts and like that'll get you so far, but really like it's more of this magnetizing pull I feel or like honestly curiously guided is such a 
great metaphor for trusting your intuition. How am I feeling curious right now? Where do I want to learn? What feels baby steps? Yep. And just head in that direction and trust it. Trust that you have your want for a reason, your curiosity for a reason. It'll lead to more. Um, What about you? Just give like a specific example of like you trusting intuition. Uh, Sorry. Like half, yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel like 12, Mariah. What about the cards? Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, yeah, no, uh, I would honestly say mo- most of my life has been put together by me following the curiosity. Like, I think we talked about this in the first session or the first episode where I was literally like, uh, I've just kind of been following the nudge my entire life. And I guess I don't ever really like pull those scenarios out and like take them apart. Like, oh, this was like an intuitive hit because I'm like, I just, I just do it. But yeah. So the, the biggest one lately is I got this idea that felt insanely random to create affirmation cards, like an affirmation card deck specifically for online business owners and entrepreneurs. And I've been listening to affirmations probably every day for the past like month. And like, I really like how they make me feel. And then I pull an Oracle card almost every day just to get, you know, some intuitive whatever, but like never in my life nor my business life have I ever wanted to create a physical product. I never wanted to deal with shipping. I never wanted to deal with wholesale, manufacturing, printing. No, it all sounded way too confusing. I like showing up. I like educating, coaching, and strategizing. Very online brain strategy things. So when this idea, it literally felt like a zip file dropped into my brain, these like an affirmation card deck specifically for business owners. I got the visualization of what the cards would look like. I got the fact that like, we're going to have the affirmation on the top and then an align and integrate section, which has like journal prompts, visualization, like how to dive deeper into that affirmation that came through. I sat down that weekend to type out the affirmations thinking this is going to be a pain in the ass. 45 affirmations flowed through me so fucking easily that I just started laughing. The logo for the cards, the color palette, the design of the cards. And then I'm like, okay, all of this feels really easy. Very excited about it. But what about like actually printing them? I don't know where to begin printing. So I go to Google because I love Google. And I'm literally like, okay, DIY affirmation cards. Like somebody give me a tutorial. I end up finding an insanely budget-friendly course that walks me through printing and self-publishing my own affirmation cards. It literally fell into my lap. I bought the course. I did the thing from idea to like sending the order to printing. I think it was maybe a week. Yeah, it was the easiest <laughs> thing. And like, I, rem- <laughs> I remember looking up and feeling like I've been in like a creative cave, a really great creative cave for like a week. And I was like, hello, what day is it? Am I still here? But like, it came through so easy that I was like, okay, I know that I was meant to do this. I know that like my human mind logically does not understand how this is going to be of service. 
how I'm going to market it, how I'm going to get it out there. But my soul, my higher self, God source, whatever is literally like, you are meant to do this. And I just followed it. And now I'm obsessed with the cards. I could stare at them all day. Yeah. And yeah, it's, and it's already done. It's already been a great success. Like, it's just so cool. It was cool to watch you because where I think a lot of people would get the idea and then sit there and beat it to death. Well, what about this? And what about that? And maybe sit on it for six months, which is something I do. You just were like, it's here. I'm going to let it be easy. You were just like, I've got an idea. I talked to you a week later. You're like, okay, it's off to the printer. <laughs> I designed <laughs> it. I wrote it. I figured out all the logistics. I've already uh, got a wait list going. You're like, it was amazing. And uh, I just love how you just let it be so easy. And it's, I've read the prompts. They're incredible. Like it feels divinely inspired. And it's just so creatively energizing to me to just like, it's okay. Let it be easy. Don't, you don't not, you do not have to sit with this stuff for years and simmer on it forever. If that feels good, do it, of course, but it doesn't always have to be like that. And, and for me, I definitely have the narrative of like, oh, well, if it's going to be long lasting and if it's going to be lucrative and profitable, it has to be hard and I have yep. to hustle for it, but that's not the, and I have to have it figured. I have to have it all figured out yep. before I take one step forward. That's held me back a lot in business. And yeah, especially in business, like I have to have all of this figured out. How is it going to play together? When in reality, I've had quite a few of my mentors, coaches be like, listen, human Mariah doesn't know shit. You don't know shit. Nobody you think knows. that like, yeah. we don't know, we can't see the bigger picture. We can't see the perspective. And like, think about all of these opportunities that have come seemingly out of nowhere. Think of how many times things have happened and like your entire mindset, situation, experience completely shifted based on one little interaction, one little opportunity. Oh yeah. Well, I just sit here and wrote down a note. Like I've had the realization this past week that this idea of clarity and getting clarity is bullshit. And it's almost as damaging as perfectionism because we, none of us ever know exactly what we are doing. Like the idea of getting clear clear is not a real destination. Really, it's the steps towards, oh, I think this is the path to clarity. That's what opens up all the opportunity. And it's like, I've even, there's that phrase, you know, you set a goal and you, what is it like you shoot for the moon and you land among the stars. I, I have always had that experience with what I thought was my goal, working towards it always has made me end up somewhere else way better than I ever could have imagined. And it was more about the process than the journey than like what the actual goal or result was that I wanted. And so clarity, I mean, you could know exactly what you want to be doing in your business. And then COVID happens tomorrow and the whole world changes. Like none mm -hmm. of us ever know exactly. <laughs> and yeah. I really like that of like, it's okay to be this feels clearer. This doesn't feel clearer, but the idea that you're ever going to be perfectly clear, it's not real. It's an imaginary place, just like perfection, you know? So that, that was really illuminating for me that, and it is very helpful for like kind of this, uh, stuck point. I feel like right now of just like, just take action. Clarity is not even a real place.
Yeah, there's this phrase that comes to mind as you were talking. It just kept repeating in my head over and over and over again. I go first and the universe responds. Yeah. I go first and the universe responds. Yep. You it's take the action mm-hmm. and like the opportunities will meet you. Okay. They will, because think about it. They always have. They always have. I always talk to clients about like the Alice in Wonderland example of her walking on a path and, you know, she's got this long path, but she can only see the next step and you have to take that next step. And when you do the following step lights up, but you have to take that next step for the final. And allow yourself to be scared about it. Yeah, That's cool. It's normal. It means you're doing something good. Right? Allow yourself, <laughs> allow it to feel challenging because it's like, we, we're so used to the familiar that in order to get to this next step, to this next level, to this place that we've never been to, we need to make the unfamiliar familiar. Yep. That's coming out of your comfort zone. And nobody says that you have to like burn your whole business down, burn your house down and like move across the world. Like it does not have to be that big. It's literally just a baby step. Oh, maybe today I'm going to set aside 15 minutes to research this idea that I randomly had last week that I haven't given myself any space to explore. Does that mean that you have to make a decision? No. That means that you're allowing yourself to be curious. That does not mean that you're pigeonholing yourself into, now I have to offer this as a service, as a product, as an offering. Now I have to make this decision. You don't. You'll know when when you're ready to make a decision. Because a lot of times you're meant to sit in the mud. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's where I am. And can you accept? I'm still in the mud. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm happy here until it's time for me to leave the mud. That's really the work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I did want to get into just like an action step of like how to get started connecting with your intuition. I think that that would be really helpful. Um, you mentioned before that, like feeling joy, feeling excitement in your body, like what if people aren't used to feeling that? Like, what if you're not used to feeling that in your body? And so I kind of want to just give maybe like a little action step, a little scenario that you can kind of play out to be able to tune into this. So when I first started connecting with my intuition, I started working with a coach And she was like, listen, I need you to sit. I need you to sit your ass down, create some space, put your hand on your heart, take a few deep breaths, center yourself, ground yourself, and then ask. Universe, God, higher self, show me how love or alignment feels in my body. Show me. And then be open to receiving that. Just sit there for a second. Notice like you might get little tingly sensations. You might start to feel lighter. You might start to smile. Like, and sometimes it gets real weird because your observer is like, ha we're smiling and we look like a psychopath, but just go with it and just feel it. And you'll start to notice like these little tiny shifts. Okay. So once you're done soaking that in, then ask, Show me how fear or unalignment feels in my body. You will start likely, this is what happens to me. Like my shoulders start to kind of turn inward. And like, I feel myself getting frustrated, getting anxious, getting like, it's just, it feels heavy. 
Yeah. It feels right like now, I, don't... I feel like knots in my stomach. Like it's in my stomach. I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like giving your body the space to respond to you do that. You could even start with like, I've heard some people do like names. So be like, my name is Mariah, because obviously that's my name. So you'll start to feel that as truth, which will feel like light. It will feel good. It will feel like this, this is accurate. This is aligned. And then I could sit here and be like, my name is Nicholas. And your body's like, LOL, no, it ain't. I don't know who you play in. It ain't Nicholas. And you'll start to just like feel the differences and they could be extremely subtle, but this is a really great exercise to be able to start to tune into your body and start to feel the difference. Yep. Um, you know, for me, I will say that this has been a journey that I'm still getting better at every day. And I, I started with a coach taught me, um, you know, put your hand over your heart and just, I am safe. I am loved. You know, you have to first, before you can kind of differentiate all the voices and filter out, is this inner critic or is this really intuitive guidance? You've got to learn how to find safety in your body. And unfortunately, a lot of us, um, this idea of embodiment or like getting out of our heads and into our body and listening to our body and the feelings and the emotions and, and feeling safe with those and feeling those, that's very foreign. So know that, that if this feels wild and so far away, it is also a series of baby steps. And what has been helpful for me, a person who has spent much of my life up in my head and disconnected from my body is, um, you know, any kind of embodiment or somatic practice. So breath work, um, meditation, yoga. Um, I, I've even, I hate, I've hated exercise my whole life, but I've started just going on a run for 10 minutes. Just feels good to like release all this energy and get in my body and, and focusing on how moving my body makes me feel and allowing feeling. So um, also another thing that's been helpful for me, Mariah, I brought it up was the idea of pulling cards, um, tarot or Oracle, whatever, but just the idea of, for me, the whole practice of those activities is I'm strengthening my relationship with my intuition. So there's nothing magical going on in tarot besides it's bringing up all of these different life lessons, these different facets of being a human. And it's asking you to reflect what's popping up in your life right now that is related to this card. And that act is you tapping into intuition. So these are all just kind of tools that we can use to, um, and then the other one is just sitting down and being quiet. Like we are inundated with so much information and stimulus constantly. And even if we have a dull moment, what do we do? We pick up our phones and scroll. Like we have no space. And all of this wisdom comes through silence <laughs> and space. And so just the process of sitting down and taking five deep breaths. And if that's where you start, that's where you start. But start clearing some space. Start practicing getting into your body. Start practicing uh, communicating with the universe, whether that be through tarot or you taking an action and seeing pink flamingos or whatever, yeah. are you asking for something, you know, you take an action, the universe responds. That's undeniable. So just start little, try one little thing and know that it's going to be a process that unfolds over time, literally like you're going to the gym and building muscles. It, and a lot of it starts with like just feeling safe in your body. It, it's, it sounds so basic, but a lot of us are really far away from even just that. 
Yeah, yeah, I think that that that's really great. That is some some really great starting points, especially like space and space doesn't have to be anything crazy. I take like an extra minute in the shower to just like feel the water on my skin. I put my hand in my heart and I'm just like, thank you. I am safe. I am grateful. I am loved. I am supported. Like give yourself praise, get in the habit of giving yourself praise. That's really going to help with the safety thing too. And I'm sure that we could literally dive into a full episode on safety and like feeling safe in your body. And maybe we'll bring in like a really cool specialist because I know that, that. (laughs) yeah, yeah. Somebody, yeah. I would love to have a conversation with somebody that is just really like trauma informed around this, just so we're giving accurate information, but you know, the things that we share and have really helped us, I would even just to pinpoint off of tarot really quick. If tarot freaks you the fuck out, which to be completely honest, it did for me, it used to put me in a fear spiral. So if, because like these cards, some of them can look a little dark. They can feel a little dark. If you're not comfortable with them yet, start with an Oracle deck. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca Campbell. Yeah. Rebecca Campbell has some great ones. Start with intentional expansion affirmation cards for (laughs) online business owners and entrepreneurs. (laughs) (laughs) um but start with something that's a little bit lighter that's what I had to do because I remember I would pull a tarot card and I would I was doing a tarot card a day and I remember I pulled the tower and the tower is like it can feel pretty intense when you don't understand the tower card and when you don't feel safe in your body so I remember pulling the tarot card and I was like this is it my my world is gonna crumble everything is gonna crumble around me this is the worst day ever I can't drive my car I'm gonna get into it like I was on an insane fear spiral so then nothing really happened that day because like I'm not connecting to negative entities and like manifesting all of this so I picked a card the next day I got the tower again and I got the intuitive hit that like yo bitch you went down a fear spiral and we're going to give you another shot. We're going to give you another shot to sit with this in a much lighter and positive space. But after that, I was like, <laughs> you know what, Tara, I'm going to put you on the shelf. We're going to go to the Oracle cards real quick. That's what I had to do in order to feel safe because that's, that she used to freak me out. Yeah, it, it can. And, you know, especially at the beginning, I really, I started with a goddess deck and it's all these different goddesses and it was all, it, that's how I started I, I, I agree. Tar- tarot don't play. And so, so um, but also, I love it now. I love when I get those heavier cards, but it's come with <laughs> a lot of work and reflection. And the other half of this is, and we can do a whole episode. This is probably related to feeling safe in your body of, you know, a lot of us are operating in this fight or flight zone. You know, we have this kind of like zone of steadiness and calmness. And then you can get, you can live almost in fight or flight, you know, and that's where kind of chronic anxiety comes from. And it can be very confusing if you are stuck in this kind of trauma response state to sift through, oh, this is inner knowing, this is higher guidance, and this is crazy spiral. This is inner critic. This is not a path I want to run down. So it all has to start just so slowly. So be so gentle with yourself and so kind with yourself. And if it just looks like one deep breath or one extra minute in the shower to feel the hot water on your skin, praise the shit out of yourself. That is huge. (laughs) You know, let yourself just feel good and 
tap into feeling and allow it that 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 is it and that will lead to very juicy things for you and it has for me you know so the the result for me of I think like this would be a cool way to end for me following my intuition has not only led to a more profitable business but it's led to better work-life balance um, it's led to me building a really cool lifestyle that lets me go out in the park on a nice afternoon it lets me you know, just be in control of my time, live in a warm place during the winter. And it also has allowed me to build a business that I feel now like I'm doing the work that I was put here to do in this world. And, and that's always been my biggest goal. Honestly, I didn't want to spend my whole career just doing bullshit for some company that I don't feel lit up about. So that the <laughs> do the baby steps because the other side of this is powerful and it's worthwhile and it is work and it is difficult, but we're here for you <laughs> and we can yeah. kind of help you guide you through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a great way to end it. And just know that like you have everything inside of you to be successful. Trust that inner knowing, trust the nudges. Yeah. I think that that's a really great way to close down this episode. This was good. I feel like we touched on a whole lot of shit. I'm really excited that this was kind of a spinoff of our last episode. So if you guys haven't listened to episode two, make sure that you go back, listen to that one. We talk a lot more about like trusting yourself. In this one, obviously we, we dove really into the intuition. But yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with somebody that you think would love it or share it on social media tag us in your shares and definitely let us know what you loved or what topics you'd like us to explore next. Also, definitely DM us with questions or feedback, whatever you're feeling, we would love to connect with you. And as always, thank you so much for listening and for your support. Consider subscribing to this podcast or leaving us a five-star review so we can continue to all grow together. And until next time, remember that you have the power to create whatever the fuck you want. Follow the nudge, ask questions, and let curiosity guide the way. We'll see you in the next episode.